As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. After a 2-2 draw in the opening leg in Mexico, the Seattle Sounders return home tonight to face Pumas in the second leg of the CONCACAF Champions League final. A win would be historic for the Sounders and for MLS as a whole, but the matchup with Pumas does present some potential issues. Sam Stayskull is in Seattle and joins us today to preview the matchup. I'm Alex Abnos from The Athletic, and this is Soccer Every Day for Wednesday, May 4th. May the 4th be with you. Before we send it over to Sam, your TV guide for today, all times are Eastern, and in addition to being a CONCACAF Champions League day, it's also a UEFA Champions League day. We're at the semifinals, of course. John Muller ran through some of the things to watch for in the semifinals, uh, both of them, on Monday's show, including today's at 3 p.m., Real Madrid versus Manchester City on Big CBS, Paramount Plus, obviously a gigantic matchup, and it follows a very, very exciting first leg that has Man City up 4-3 on aggregate. Can't wait for that one. In addition to that, there are Copa Libertadores games on tonight at 6, 8, and 10 p.m. If you want to know more about which games to watch there, Felipe Cardenas ran through some of the big storylines on yesterday's show. There's also an MLS game tonight at 7.30 p.m. Cincinnati taking on Toronto FC. That'll be on in your local market if you happen to live in either of those places, but also on Paramount, or sorry, ESPN Plus, if you happen to be living everywhere else. The Paramount Plus thing comes in later than that. The NWSL Challenge Cup semifinals. Yes, the regular season has started, but this is the tail end of the preseason tournament. Four teams left, obviously, because we're at the semifinals at 8 p.m. OL Reign taking on Washington Spirit. That'll be on Paramount Plus. And then at 8.30 p.m., Kansas City Current hosting the North Carolina Courage also on Paramount Plus. Last but certainly not least, at 10 p.m., the Seattle Sounders taking on Pumas on Fox Sports 1 and 2DN. As I said, Sam Stayskull is in Seattle for the second leg of this one. Let's send it over to him right now. Joining me live from the concourse of Lumen Field in Seattle, I have Sam Stayskull with me. Sam, the CONCACAF Champions League final second leg is tonight. Seattle Sounders versus Pumas. This is a gigantic, huge uh, opportunity for the Sounders to make history They by winning the first uh, CCL in its modern form. 
against a Pumas team that, while not maybe one of Liga Emeki's powers, is still quite good. And you're, of course, in, in town to cover the game. And I'm just curious sort of what you're seeing on the ground there, what sort of excitement there is. I'm sure that, you know, everybody's pretty hyped up for this game, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I haven't been here so long yet. I basically went from the airport straight to my hotel, straight to training. So I haven't gotten to go out and really take the temperature of the city. Cool. Um, but, you know, there's going to be 70,000-ish people here tomorrow night. It's going to be very reminiscent in terms of the overall crowd and environment as it was in MLS Cup 2019, which was amazing. Yeah. Alex, we were both here for that. It was incredible. Um, so I think that kind of says it all. It's going to be a CONCACAF Champions League record crowd. Um, and it's like you said, it's a huge opportunity. Chances to make history don't come around very often. And this is a chance for Seattle to make history, not just for the Sounders organization, but for MLS as a whole and try and be the first team from the league to go out and win the CONCACAF Champions League. I feel compelled to point out that those of you that are not listening or watching this on YouTube are missing out because it looks Sam is standing on the concourse in front of a banner of Ozzy Alonso. It looks like Ozzy Alonso. There he is. is, let's, is about let's give him a quick tour. There it is. Yeah, right yeah. There. yeah. It looks like Ozzy Alonso is about to. Head. Yeah, it looks like he's about to eat the back of your head. It's weird. Um, <laughs> anyway, so you tweeted out actually a quote from uh, the Sounders, Adrian Hanauer, uh, one of the owners of the Sounders, um, about sort of. MLS in the CONCACAF Champions League. And uh, I'm actually just going to read the quote because I think it's really interesting. And you wrote a bit about this in a piece for The Athletic, which will be linked in this show's description. It says, uh, the question is about were there moments where you and other owners spoke about needing to do more to help give MLS teams a better chance to win this trophy? He says, without going into detail, yeah, those are conversations that happens. And we've done things over the course of time. Teams that qualify for Champions League get a little bit of allocation money. But I personally believe that we can do more. I don't believe we used to reschedule games, but now we do that. The Sounders, by the way, as an aside, did not have a game this past weekend. Charter travel, things like that are helping. But I think we can do more. Um, I'm not going to give any examples for now, but you can, I'm sure, come up with some. <laughs> I'm going to end the quote there. Sam, what do you yeah. think MLS can do in the future to make more Sounders-like situations possible? And what would winning today mean for MLS as a whole? So for the first part of your question, um, I can come up with many solutions. I have done that. <laughs> We've talked about this. This has sort of been my... Uh, you know, whole reason for existence over the last couple of years, it feels like sometimes. Listen to allocation thing, disorder, everybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. one thing they can do is spend more money. That's the most obvious. Adrian Hanauer said that. He's like, yeah, if you spend $20 million more million, you're going to get better. Like, there's no secret there. But he went on to say, it's about a balance, right? It's about balance between overall, how much money you're spending, how much money you're making, uh, parity, which is the word that he used. The league doesn't like that word. They, they prefer competitive balance. Um, and... and kind of throwing all of those things into an equation and what does the calculus spit out, right? They could spend more money. If you didn't want to spend more money, you can change the way the money is spent. Um, you know, I've written about this before. I wrote about it before MLS Cup. The way it works in MLS is you have three players that you can spend a ton of money on and the rest of the roster, you can't really spend that much money on. Uh, that creates inefficient outcomes relative to overall spend. So they could change that. That's a huge thing that Liga MX teams do. Right. Yeah. It's not that they're spending so much more money in some cases. It's just that their money is spread throughout the entire roster, whereas MLS teams are way more top heavy in terms of where their money is going. So that's a change that they can make. And, you know, Alex, I would encourage Adrian Herrenauer to go ahead and make those changes. Like, that's the thing. It's like if he wants to make the changes, he sits on the product strategy. Committee. This is the committee of MLS owners that decides these things. 
He's not the chair of that committee. That would be Clark Hunt of FC Dallas and Vancouver's Greg Kerfoot. But he has power and influence and he has a voice. So if he wants to make those changes, push for them, right? Assemble a coalition of like-minded owners and and really put the pedal to the metal here if you really think like that. A coalition of the willing. It'll be interesting to see if that actually happens. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Um, moving on uh, uh, briefly before we go to the game. Um, Pumas, the, the, the first leg I think was like very, very interesting in the sense that I think both teams were able to find weaknesses in, e- in each other. Um, that might or might not be exploited in the second leg, depending on how they adjust. How are you anticipating Pumas are going to come out and play uh, tonight? And what have, have the Sounders said about what they expect? I would expect them to be a little bit more defensive-minded than they were in leg one in terms of their posture. Um, you know, they put a lot of effort and energy into that game. They had to put a lot of effort and energy into the game on the weekend, which qualified them for the you know first stage of the Liga MX playoffs. Yeah. Um, so I don't think they'll, they'll be as much on the front foot. I would expect the Sounders to take more of the initiative being at home in front of 70,000 people. Um, and in a weird way, I think that's okay for Pumas. I really do. Um, Albert Rusnak, the Sounders midfielder, he talked about this in a press conference uh, on Tuesday. And, and basically he said, you know, he re- referenced the first leg that the Sounders played against Leon in the quarterfinal series and how they let Leon have a lot of the ball. But every time they got the ball, he felt like they were going to go score. They won three, nothing. He was like, we could have won by six. Right. And the Sounders, when they're at their best or when they've been at their best so far this season, like in that game against Leon, it's been through transition moments. Um, and you know, so we must sit back and say, okay, unlock us. Maybe, you know, maybe that becomes challenging for Seattle. Um, that being said, they have the quality to break a team down, break right. a set defense down. Uh, so we'll see. But I, th- I think how Pumas comes out is going to be really important just to the tenor of this game. Um, and I don't think Seattle would necessarily hate it if they attempted to come out and play and maybe left themselves a little bit vulnerable at the back. Well, if uh, Pumas decides to come out and play, the focus is all going to be on their striker, Juan Dineno. This guy is absolutely on fire. He had a couple goals uh, against, uh, well, over the weekend, and uh, he scored against the Sounders as well in the first leg of this final um, what sort of difficulties did he offer the Sounders backline? What are they going to have to adjust in order to to make him less of a threat? Even though it seems like he's the kind of striker right now where like you, you just need he just needs like half a chance to make contact on the ball and he's probably going to end up scoring. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's 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 on one right now. What do they yeah. need to do? I mean, just stay tight to him. Like it's not super complicated. He's a guy that really thrives in a lot of different ways, but particularly on service in the air. That's how Pumas like to play. They like to put in a lot of early crosses. Set pieces are going to be an issue. Um, and so the Seattle center backs, Yamar Andrade and 
Xavier Ariaga, excuse me, um, are just going to have to stay switched on for the entire 90 minutes, make sure they're not diving in on him, make sure they're tight to him when those balls inevitably come in from the wings on the earlier side and trying to win all those headers. Whether or not they're going to be able to do that 100% of the time, we'll see. That's kind of the curse of the center back, right? You can do everything right, but if you mess up once, everyone's going to know about it, especially when you're playing against a striker like Dineno, who with nine goals and seven Champions League matches so far this campaign, uh, he's not missing when he's getting the opportunities. It sounds like the kind of thing that's easier said than done, but nonetheless, I look forward to seeing if it can be done. Sam, thank you so much for uh, joining the show today, and I look forward to your coverage from Seattle. Thanks, Alex. This show is produced by Mike Zimmerman with help from John Hayes. You can get ad-free versions of the show by subscribing to The Athletic, and you can subscribe for $1 a month for six months by going to theathletic.com slash soccer every day. Thank you so much for listening, and happy soccer to you all.